Dude, I want to fucking... We really need to do one where we're in the same room and, like, just a whole episode on Omegle. Omegle, whatever the fuck Yeah, it's no, 100%. It's getting so popular again now, too. This would be the perfect time to do it. We should do that. And then I, I was also... I also want to do the uh, the one where you you know the girl she just turns and kisses her friend and then they stitch it and the guy just runs away. I'm like that would be such a perfect fucking. I said that to you today. I'm like that's such a perfect TikTok for both for us to do. We could even do like Nick Miller and uh, Schmidt TikToks together. I oh yeah, hundred percent. Sure. I mean that's relationship goals. A couple episodes back, I said. That I'm I'm ready to get into relationship TikTok. <laughs> you weren't ready at that point, but now you are. So let's do it. I'm ready. Broship, a non-romantic pairing of two characters together. It focuses on their relationship as friends, or occasionally as real blood-related brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is another episode of Broship. I am Matt, and with me, as always, is my beautiful life partner, John. How you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, some some pretty interesting life developments have happened since, well, realistically, since like the chip challenge, and sure. uh, we'll get into that in a in a second. But other than that, rocking and rolling. What about you? I'm doing all right. I mean, you know, we're halfway through December, which is absolutely nuts to me. I'm still trying to process that we're not in March anymore. Have you gotten a single thing for anyone yet? I actually did a lot of stuff today. The thing is, I ordered some stuff and I I got into like this Etsy kick. Okay. So I got I'm, I ordered a lot of like custom things and I'm pretty sure none of them are coming till like January. Uh, so, I'm not going to lie, Redbubble saves my ass every Christmas. See, Redbubble takes me too long though. Mm. Like I cuz I wait I wait till last minute, but Yeah, me too. I did get some stuff for people today. Um I'm nowhere near done. It's really quite miserable, but I have only shopped for myself up until, a boy. until this point. <laughs> I mean, that's subject to change because when this comes out on what, what uh, it'll be the 17th, uh, 18th no, of December. 18th. There it is. Math is hard. Uh, when this comes <laughs> out on the 18th, I would like to thank that I'll be a little bit more ahead of the game, especially since Christmas would be a week away. Um, but yeah, uh, I up until this point, I have not done a single fucking thing. I have right, ideas. I'm glad I'm not the only one. one person. Yeah. I've, I, I have an idea for one person. And even that, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. Dude, the hardest to shop for is my mom. I cannot... I, I, I can order... I'm pretty good with gift giving. Yeah. Or I'm pretty decent at gift giving. There, there's... There's times where I definitely just pull something out of my ass. Like my siblings definitely aren't getting great quality this year. Um, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll get something and that's what they get. But then there's other people where I do a really good job at. But this year, man, I can't, I can't figure out, like I can't figure out my mom. No clue what to get my mom. Even <clears throat> uh, my girlfriend, I'm not super confident in what I got her. I have, I have a reason for that. Why? Number one, since the pandemic, you've solely relied on streaming. And since you're streaming, you're obviously not seeing some of the more new trendy gifts that are coming out. And then okay. two, at this point of the year, we've 
essentially gone through like two and a half months of watching hockey, like guaranteed of us watching TV again yeah. to get those commercials. And we're not getting that. So I think that plays a huge part in it. I, I respect that. You're not walking around stores, you're not doing anything like that because you're obviously going to try your best to limit that as much as possible. I regrettably, because that's you make a great point. So that's my go-to. When I don't know what to get people, I walk around the mall and I walk in every single store, stores I wouldn't normally go into, Yep. and then I find something. So today I was literally panicking about not having any gifts really for anybody and I was off from work today. So I went to the mall. It was not a good time. Um, and I really, it was kind of unsuccessful because I felt weird going to stores because I saw stores and then like the walking around was one thing. It was kind of crowded. I didn't like it. But the stores just felt way too crowded. So I like ended up getting one thing and left. Yeah. That's the issue. It's just, there's no window shopping. There's no, it's, it's tough. And I mean, I feel like the thing with the pandemic too is a lot of us kind of not became selfish, but definitely treated ourselves more than usual. So like everyone's gotten what they need already. Like even me, I don't, there's not, there's not much where like my mom's like asked me what I want for, and my birthday is coming up too. ask me what I want for my birthday and what I want for Christmas. I'm like, I don't really need anything. Like I need a new camera, but I'm not going to ask you to drive by a $2,000 camera. You yeah. know, it's like, I think that's what I need at this point. I don't really want anything though. No. Yeah. I totally get that. And um, yeah, like I just, there's nothing that I want. There's nothing that I need or anything like that. I mean, yeah. what I bought for myself was two t-shirts that I've been exactly. kind of wanting to get anyway. Yeah. But like when I think about like, it's kind of like you said, I, I almost feel like this year I'm going to try to think outside the box as much as possible, mm-hmm. but it's super difficult. And I it's might hard. have to just be like, guys, I tried. Sorry. <laughs> I well, tried yeah, my best. And like, <laughs> well, and a big thing too is I'm a big I'm a big fan of gifts that like are linked to experience, right? Or things that are super personal. So, you know, like when I gave you the jersey, that that's because we have this podcast together, and it's like, you know, the only reason we talk to each other anymore. People don't know this, but behind the scenes, we hate each other. We literally just talk to each other to fulfill our contract. Yeah, we're basically um, Grey's Anatomy. Exactly, Grey's Anatomy. No, but you know things like that, but. A lot, a lot of times with my girlfriend, it's always been... Oh, do you have a girlfriend? You've never mentioned it. Eat shit. Um, I always get her things that are more for, something for us to do, when, whether it's concert tickets or like tickets to a play or something like that. So that's like totally out of the books this year. So, you know, you have to rely more on material not, stuff. And there's really nothing to do right now. Oh, you mean like concerts now? Because like you yeah. can absolutely punt and get like concert tickets for like next fall or something. I just don't, I told myself until concerts are happening, I'm not buying any more tickets because I have three concerts on hold right now and tickets that are currently meaningless. I just don't want to, you know, and then if it gets canceled, then I basically bought her printed out pieces of paper. There's the gifts right there. Just print out. Just give her a piece of paper. Oh, well, like, what'd you get me? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's like a re- redeemable if. 
<laughs> like I said, if the mail, the mail, uh, if the post office doesn't get their game together, uh, everyone's getting a printed out picture of <laughs> what they're getting eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I, order confirmation they can follow it i've been tracking the the thing that i bought and <laughs> it was like yeah it's gonna it's gonna be delivered on monday the whatever monday was uh, i think it was the sixth monday the sixth mm-hmm. then tuesday the seventh and so on then i look today your package is just delayed <laughs> yep. like, like the status was just your package is delayed sorry <laughs> Yeah, I have a bir- I have a friend whose birthday is um in the next week or so. So I ordered her something on Amazon that was like supposed to come super early and now it's coming after her birthday. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh well <laughs> That's another I that's tried. another thing too. That's another thing too, because now everyone or like online shopping was already gonna be super high, but now if you really think about it, it's through the roof. It's gonna be crazy. Um yeah. I'm ready to admit that I'm just royally fucked up. So for, screwed. Because I also fancy myself as a good gift giver. But yeah, I, I would I'm agree drawing blanks. I'm, I'm drawing more blanks than a 70-year-old man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, well, so you, you know this, uh, but I am on a cleanse for yes, you are. at least... At least, at least the end of uh, this year. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you, <clears throat> it's very, very rewarding. Like I, I know yeah. I did this right before the wedding, mm-hmm. but this feels a lot more rewarding, honestly. Good man, I'm glad. And you're blowing my mind because I wake up, I wake up usually at like eight a.m. And I have like a snap notification from you from like six hours ago <laughs> and you're working out. And I'm like, bro, I could be, I keep complaining that I have no time to work out, but I'm like, if I just wake up. I could do that. And I can't. So I'm no, I, I'm like extremely impressed, dude. You've been on top of your shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I'm doing that. I really don't. Me, Cause man. it's legitimately like, so I, I typically go to bed now at like nine 30 yeah to wake up at four but like typically what ends up happening is my body just wakes me up at like 1 30 <laughs> and then i can't go back to sleep so realistically i'm up from 1 30 in the morning to like 9 30 at night you're nuts good for you though i have nothing but it's, respect for it dude that's insane it's terrible it's i'm tough. so impressed i'm also trying to like make them funny with the Snapchats, like I don't, yeah. I don't want to be that douchey guy that just constantly shows that he's working out. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, I'm, I got my shit a lot <laughs> more intact than you do, but <laughs> so like, oh, but. believe me, I don't. So like, when, like the one that I sent <laughs> today, which is gonna be super timely since this is gonna be released a week and a day from now, um, yeah, where my hair is just a mess. I was so agitated this morning. I was so agitated. I'm like, I'm gonna quit my job. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna move out. I'm gonna. I'll, I was Chris Farley. I'm like, I'm gonna sleep in my car down by the river. I just need to be alone. That's my dream, man. And I go. I go to take the Snapchat of myself, and I. I look. I'm like, I look like a fucking alpaca right now with my fucking hair. <laughs> oh, man. So I woke up as like an agitated alpaca. It was fun. You looked great. But I genuinely do 
I, I think that if you can have like, I don't have mental fortitude. So anybody that's listening right now has a better chance of, of being successful at this. But if you have like the mental like strength mm-hmm. to kind of cut some of the vices out, I can honestly say, especially with the way that this year has gone on, like my mindset is starting to feel a lot better than, than how it was. Uh, no, I totally agree with that. And I think there's, there's a very fine line too, because I've gone through two, I think periods of, ext- of not extreme, but of like big change or, you know, doing what you're doing right now, just taking care of my body. And the first time, you know, I cut everything out, but to an unhealthy extent. And then yeah. earlier in this pandemic, from March on, I mean, I was working out every day, but I was like eating really well and I was just doing a lot of stuff. I was outside. I was taking long walks. I was running, jogging. It really is the best feeling in the world. Like I miss it. I really, I need to get back into it myself. Um, And that's why I'm so stoked that you're doing it because I think everyone definitely needs to, everyone needs to try it at one point or another and just really reset themselves. And I think now more so than ever because everything's so crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you know, this, um firsthand like we would play and we were we were joking about it last week but (laughs) either fridays or saturdays we would we would play nhl together yeah and i would be sitting in my room just getting housed for no reason whatsoever and i would also just like i don't know like i started to feel myself feeling like super anxious and like upset Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, I just decided that it was, like, a necessary change. Like, I mean, realistically, I'm not trying to, like, judge you, but, like, maybe you have, like, a bad meal here or there, but you you, you still look fantastic. <laughs> and Thanks, you were not just going to your room on a Friday night, eating a family-sized bag of Doritos, and then drinking a 8 out of 12-pack. I mean, I don't know. I've been... uh. The McRib's back, so I've been uh, spending a little bit too times on the old uh, drive-through line. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. From whatever, from my recollection, I didn't hate the McRib, and there was a part of me that was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I forgot the McRib was coming back, and I was on. I was on my way home from work, and my buddy called me. And we're talking for a little bit, and I'm turning onto my block, and he goes, "Have you tried the Mc? Have you got the McRib yet?" And I was like, "Oh shit, it's back." He's like, "Yeah." I kid you not, I drove right past my house, turned around, drove straight to McDonald's. I get, I get to the window. That? I'm like, oh, hi, welcome McDonald's. Can we interest you in the McRib? I was like, that's exactly what I'm here for. It gives me three. <laughs> you got three of them? I got three of them. I finished them all. Were they as good as you remembered? Here's the thing about the McRib. It's McDonald's, and McDonald's is disgusting. I hate it McDonald's. Is disgusting. And I'm not even anti-fast food. I hate McDonald's, though. If it was like a regular menu item, I probably wouldn't get excited about it, but I'm not going to say it's bad either. It's, it's I, a I shamrock say, shake. I hate the shamrock shake. I've but, never had it, but yeah. Uh, I, I can't do anything that's mint flavored that isn't like gum or actual mints or toothpaste. Um, it, I mean, it's <laughs> Matt good. brushes his teeth with charcoal toothpaste. <laughs> Actually, I do. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. 
I was just trying to think of the douchiest thing possible. And of course, of course you do it. It's, char- it's charcoal and a tree something. <laughs> like Why? tree extract. Why? It's like eight bucks that you're spending on toothpaste for your teeth to look like you were it's chewing Colgate. on mud. <laughs> it's Colgate. Does it look cool though? Does, do you look evil? My no. mouth is like black. Like I, I smile and I look like Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, now, mean, now, that's worth it on its own. And it's still like mint flavored. You know what's going to happen now, right? Now we're going to spend at least four minutes of me just asking questions about this charcoal toothpaste. So. I mean, fire away. What does it like actually taste like? Mint. So you don't taste the charcoal. It doesn't taste like Hank Hill. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, is there like just completely black in your sink? Yeah, it's pretty gross when I spit out. Does it? <laughs> does it actually make your teeth like whiter? I don't. I don't know. The thing is, it's paired off with like a coffee addiction. So I brush my teeth and immediately start coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> and to make it just all all the more douchier, my toothbrush is made out of bamboo. Dude, what? You 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 are such a hipster. I can't get like, oh man, I have no money. And then you spend like nine dollars on like a like a three ounce bar of deodorant. No, a stick my, of deodorant. My deodorant's just like Dove. Oh really? Actually, I think it's charcoal Dove. <laughs> are you okay? Are you going through something? Like, do you need to talk? It was an accident. I accidentally grabbed the wrong one. This is either like you're going through a midlife crisis. Or you're oh, I've been going secretly, through a midlife crisis since I graduated, dude. Dude, people did not like this joke at all last year when I was saying it. But let me tell you something: if that was only a quarter life crisis, I am in trouble <laughs> because if I have to do that three more times, <laughs> I am screwed. Oh, I feel you there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck. Because it also sounds like you want to burn shit. I'm not going to lie. It sounds like you want to light shit on fire. I will, I'm such a With pyro. A, are you really? <laughs> like, not like a candle, right? Like, you you like yeah, sit from I, Toy Story, you're going to take a toy and fucking light it on fire? No, I never did that. I um, But, dude, I love making fires. Like, fire pits, I'll make them as tall as my head. Like, holy shit, man. Huge fan of fire, fires. Huge fan of candles. Yeah, I got a lavender one behind me. I only have a Beach Days Yankee candle. I gotta get, I gotta get something festive. Just because festive is is the way to go. I haven't gotten a festive one. My, we have festive ones in my living room, which is nice. My mom's always on top of that stuff. But this one's like a calming one. It smells like lavender and chamomile tea. It's really nice. Hmm. Yeah, helps me sleep. Which I love. That's you sleep with a candle on. <laughs> I have accidentally in the past. I enjoy it. It's not the 1700s anymore. We have electricity. I love sleeping with a candle. But I love sleeping with a candle on, dude. Do you love having a house? It's not bad. (laughs) Like, come on. Gotta pick one here. I know. And that's why I try not to do it. But sometimes I just forget. And so it's the, I get the best sleep whenever I have a candle going. But I try not to do it. 
So going by that logic, you probably do sleep with the candle pretty often. No, I don't let myself do it. Listen, I supplement. If oh, I can't so, the- so you're you're like the uh, you're like the good frat kid. You're like, yeah, no, I only, I only do coke on the weekends. Only do coke on the week. It's a party <laughs> drug. <It's- laughs> I, I I got I don't do the candle. Instead, I get sleep with heavy doses of melatonin and CBD. I am so tempted to get on the melatonin train, especially for the weekends. It's nice, dude. The thing is, though, it's hard to wake up the next day. That's why I want to do it for the weekends. But, dude, I mean, I I don't sleep very well. I'm not a good sleeper. Um, Melatonin, it knocks me out. It gives me strange dreams. I'm not going to lie. It gives me some crazy dreams. I'm so down with that. But, yeah. I've been having some nothing dreams. Oh, dude, take some melatonin. It'll change your life. Get This isn't a sponsorship, guys. Get Ollie gummies, the melatonin. I was going to ask if you did the gummies. Hold on. I'll be right back. <clears throat> I should be fucking sponsored by this brand. Ollie gummies are the best thing in the world. We got Ollie melatonin. Help you sleep, right? We got Ollie active immunity. Keeps you from getting COVID. Uh, don't quote me on that. <laughs> and then Undeniable Beauty, which I'm a little bit ashamed to admit, but I like this one too because apparently it's good for your hair and skin. <laughs> oh, Matt. Actually, I haven't taken it today. And they taste delicious. The Immunity one tastes like peach. So good. Melatonin one's like my favorite flavor because it means I'm going to sleep. That's why it's your favorite flavor, not the taste of it? Well, it tastes delicious, too. What flavor is it? I don't really know how to explain it. Hold on. Kind of grape-ish. Um, I was going to say it's purple. Blackberry so it looks with a fresh of hint mint. A hint of fresh mint. Um, <laughs> and that's why we don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> and then we have the active immunity, which has vitamin C, zinc, elderberry and swipe swipe up and use code brochure for 20 percent off i dude, mean I come wish. on bud dude i'm sorry i'm obsessed you're about, you're about to end up with like fitzbo t too basically <laughs> i do i really have thought about getting on the melatonin train but you i'm should, so then. scared that i would just sleep like a rock you will you will don't the first time you take it definitely just don't Five have anything planned down the hatch just yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> like I take two of these, and it gets me. It gets me where I need to go. How tough is it? Is it like taking Nyquil? No, the thing with melatonin is you can definitely like Nyquil knocks me out. Melatonin, you can definitely fight it off. You can't like you you can't take two of the melatonin gummies and then go on your phone. You'll be up. Like you're not gonna sleep. Oh, uh, so it's not like. Uh... It's not like the pill that uh, Sean William Scott takes in role models. What is that, Ambien? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not Ambien. <laughs> it's good stuff, though. But right. yeah, CBD, too. I've been really into I've been on the CBD train. Thoughts on aluminum being in your deodorant? It's not, is it in my deodorant? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't that's, really why they tell you, that's why they tell you to buy like organic deodorant for like eight bucks because there's aluminum. Wait, is it aluminum or aluminium? I just buddy? love saying aluminium. Okay. I love saying it. It sounds so cool, especially when the Brits say it. <laughs> yeah. It's unreal. Like, I wish I had a British accent. 
Me too. I w- actually, if I could have any Aus- any accent, it'd be Australian. Oh, well, spoiler alert. I totally spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have any accent, I was going to say if I could have any Australian accent. If I could have any accent, it'd probably be Australian or South African. South African is nice too. That's a solid accent. And you know what they say? And I really want to start saying it, but I feel like every time I try it, people look at me weird. Instead of like bro or dude, they say brew. B-R-U. It's such a cool word. After, I think I've said this before, but after I watched Kingsman for the first time, I just yeah. started calling everyone bruv. Bruv, that's a good one too. No reason at all. I just called everyone bruv. Yeah, I'm I just going to like fall into it, start calling people brew. I think if I could have one accent that I can't do, especially it would either be Australian or like, well, Australian and English are very similar. Yes and no. I don't like the Irish accent. I'm not going to lie. I don't like the Irish accent as much as like I make fun of it. I think it it doesn't sound great except for Niall. Because I feel like, you know, we're, we're generalizing because you can say, oh, that person has an American accent, but a person that from New York so much a person from well yeah but it's something that people say because but a person from New York sounds a lot different than someone from Texas so someone from like one part of England sounds completely different than another like there's cockney and then there's proper and then Ireland there's different like versions of it too true you're right so it's like kind of figuring out Touché. like you know what i mean so there's good there's good irish and then there's like use no clue what they're saying or like remember that did you see the, um of course he did. Austin Powers, when Austin Powers and his dad, they just start talking in like heavy cockney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. They actually have to do the subtitles even though they're speaking English. And at one point, it's just like question marks. Um, I also have tried very hard to do like an English slash Australian accent and it just doesn't work. I don't have the yeah, chops can I you can't really do accents that well. You know what pisses me off? They can do our. I mean, I know, like you Not just said, everybody. it's like it's like an American accent. Yeah. But like they do it pretty well. Like I, yeah. I had no idea Andrew Garfield was British. Yeah, I mean, even Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch, British. Yeah. A lot of. Yeah, I had, I had no idea. I also had no idea how. Like, Bale? All basically everyone. Yeah, Margot except for Robbie's Tom Australian. Hardy, who you hate. Who? Except for Tom Hardy, who you hate. I don't hate him. I just don't. I don't particularly like him. Again, this is like the TikTok. Like, like Matt. <laughs> Matt just said he's no longer going to be my friend. I didn't say that. I said I dislike Tom Hardy. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, it's there's just some actors. They just don't. They don't do anything for like. I don't like Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, no, Tom Cruise can take a hike, except for uh, Tropic Thunder. Solid. Okay, that one works, too. His, his, I don't know if it counts as a cameo, because he's in there a little bit longer than a cameo. (laughs) But the job that he did in Tropic Thunder is fucking hilarious. Tropic Thunder is like an A-plus movie. We don't talk about it enough. You know know what we... And my, my boss was actually talking to me about this. How we don't talk about the like how problematic Forrest Gump could actually be. True. And I said to him, I'm like, the only thing that's ever referenced how problematic Forrest Gump is, is Tropic Thunder. Exactly. And fun of it. they had to, like Robert Downey Jr. had to issue an apology for acting in Tropic Thunder. 
I don't think he ever actually apologized. I think he did. I don't. Or he, he said that he regretted it. I don't even think he regrets it. He was on. He was on. He was on Joe Rogan. Not to. We don't want to like give shout outs to other podcasters because we don't want to turn you guys on to other people. And you obviously never heard of Joe Rogan before. Yeah, I but, definitely don't want people. Yeah. I, I don't want to grow Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't. I don't think that it has the chops. No, it, it's not bro show. <laughs> it's not. It's not bro Rogan. Um, <laughs> I forgot that that was an episode. Fuck. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> You're dumb. Yeah, we are. He he said that he doesn't. I don't think he said he regrets it. I think he actually was like, like the only person who told me not to do it was my mother. And besides that, everyone was kind of on board with it. And when you look back at it, you know, people want to get all pissy about it. I saw like Gen Z kids were trying to cancel him for doing it, but oh, he well. was making fun of the people who think it's smart to go blackface. And like the entire like I've seen, there's this dude on TikTok who I follow. His name's um, Straw Hat Goofy reviews uh, movies and he's really good at it and he does he talks a lot about black representation in movies and he says he's like you know robert downey jr and tropic thunder they did it right they weren't making fun of blackface they weren't really doing blackface they were pointing out that there are actors who will do blackface yeah also i i guess i completely misread the title but yeah you are right am i that he has no regrets yeah there you go. I don't know why I thought I thought it said that he did have regrets. Yeah. Uh, reading is hard. It is. Um, but speaking of regretful uh, movie title or movie roles, there's definitely one I want to bring up that I think the actor taking on this role will definitely regret in the coming years, unless the paycheck is just absolutely outstanding. So we all know Lifetime Channel. It's, I think, everyone's mom's favorite channel. The movies are, for the and most part... Sister and girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my girlfriend hates them. Um, total keeper. keeper. <laughs> <laughs> well. Anyway. Uh, that happens, like, like, once every other episode, and it's yeah. just hilarious every time it happens. Every time. Or every time we play Chell, too, it happens. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> the movies are usually the same plot line. They're all kind of stupid. Uh, they're not really great, and it makes me wonder why I'm not working in movies yet, because if these people can make these movies, then anyone can. Anyway, it was announced earlier this week, or late last week, that Mario Lopez, formerly of Saved by the Bell, currently interviewing celebrities, has taken on the role as Colonel Sanders for a presented by KFC Lifetime movie. Yeah, I saw that. This movie is entitled... Oh, it's a mini movie. My mistake. (laughs) This movie is entitled A Recipe for Seduction. And the tagline is, We all have our secrets. This just happens to be a recipe for seduction. And it is, in fact, about Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken. But no factual representation, right? I'm going to assume no, because I don't think Colonel Sanders was Hispanic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm aware of that one. (laughs) Dude, oh man, this is going to get super graphic. But imagine just like, like Colonel Sanders was just a ladies' man. Like he was just out there slinging. 
Well, have you seen the pictures of Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it Mario looks Lopez ridiculous. Is, he's a good-looking guy, and he's like 50 now, and he looks great. He's all right. It's just the 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 fake gray hair, the the soul patch. It's it's it it looks like he didn't know what to be for Halloween, and he just had a fake mustache and goatee lying around. One hundred and ten percent. It's exactly what it looks like. The story looks stupid, but you know what? I'm probably gonna watch it. Oh, uh, Jasmine is in this. No way. Is that like from not Aladdin? Jasmine? Is that not Jasmine? That might not be Jasmine. The picture is super just, funny. This picture right here looks. That looks like Jasmine. No, that doesn't. Really? Well then. That woman's also Spanish. Well then. <laughs> Moving on. Um. I don't know if I mean. It definitely begs the question, like, would you ever regret making a movie? I think it, I don't know. I, I haven't gotten to that point yet. I've already done the I mean, acting. projects. I mean, acting. Acting. I don't know. Like, uh, that do beats you, me. Um, I mean, like, what's the worst I guess movie the you've paycheck, ever seen? The worst movie I've ever seen. I don't know. I forget like, the bad ones. Like, do you think, yeah, me too, honestly. But do you think that, like, Adam Sandler regrets making like little Nicky. No, because I don't think he does. I don't think Adam Sandler regrets making anything because he makes like millions of dollars doing all of them. Okay. No, I wasn't. I can't go that far. I can't bring up like the room. Yeah, it's different because they, I mean, Tommy Wiseau is only famous because he made a bad movie. Right. They all are. I can't believe, I can't believe James Franco. Dude, that movie's great. I can't believe he made a bad movie about a bad movie. He nailed it. it so fantastic. It was so good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of like what a bad movie is. Uh, I mean, there's actors who regret movies all the time. They'll yeah, say do you, it. You think like Will Ferrell regrets making Elf? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, he should. That, that launched his career. That's a good movie. No, it's not. You don't like Elf? Yeah, I'm happy. I I, I kind of tried to steer the conversation here. I'm out on Christmas. Just kind of period. I'm completely out on it. All right. Like Christmas music is atrocious. We've had this conversation. And yes, we have. And now this is the first time we're doing it in December because I think last year we were like, oh, yeah, we're not doing a podcast. And then July, we're like, Christmas music. <laughs> your Your opinion on Paul McCartney's Christmas song and you saying it's the best one is so fucking terrible. It's the worst Christmas song in the world. Every time I hear it, it's razor blades just <laughs> in the eardrum over and over and over again. There's nothing happy about it at all. It sounds like a bad cruise cover band, not even like a bar <laughs> cover band, a cruise cover band. That's what it sounds like. And you're like, oh, this is the best Christmas song. That, that just goes to show, it's not, that just goes to show where Christmas music actually is. Oh my God, it's the most wonderful, t- really, most wonderful time of the year. We start off the show saying we have no idea what we're going to get our significant others. The amount of stress, oh, well, I meant like, like significant <laughs> people in our lives. I forgot that you are actually in a relationship. Uh, <laughs> like, I 
am so stressed out about trying to find gifts for the people important to me. How is that wonderful? Let's just yeah, add that. on more stress. Let's. Oh, yeah, this is fantastic. This is great. This is great. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love that? It's cold. Are you kidding me? I would love to spend Christmas somewhere warm. Actually, I did last year. I was in Florida last year for yeah, Christmas. That was weird. And then you went to Hawaii. So fuck off, dude. Twenty nineteen like ended great, and twenty twenty started great, and then it was all downhill. What day did you and I go to the bar together, and it was like six people? Oh was yeah, that like before or after? That was after. That was definitely after. Yeah, that was. That was like February. No, no, it was January. It was, was right before January? you went back to school. Yeah, it was right before. You okay. Went. Yeah, it was like um, a few days before. Yeah, that was a good time too. But yeah, you're wrong. I just I I can't get over it. The best Christmas music. Uh, the best Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. In my honest opinion, okay, is probably The Grinch. The Jim Carrey one. Yeah, that's a solid pick. That's a really solid pick. Yeah, I. I can relate to the Grinch very, 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 very well as an overall movie. Did you see the animated one? Not the like original animated I tr- one. I one? tried. I tried getting through it. It just it needed more adult too. humor. It needed yeah, to pull a Shrek. You know, DreamWorks needed to just make it funny for grownups because it really it, wasn't. It sucks too because I wanted to enjoy it because yeah. I did Cumberbatch, but I just I couldn't. I couldn't really. If I'm able to uh, turn on a movie for the first time. And go on my phone or like yeah. walk around. It, I know that it's not that good. Like yeah. it's not catching my interest. Um, the Grinch yeah, is a I, solid choice, though. I think Elf is overrated. I'm sorry. I like I, I think Elf is overrated. I met the writer. That was cool. Um, Sick rag. <laughs> no, I like Elf. Elf is definitely in my top Christmas movie. Now, are we? This is like excluding like the claymation ones, right? Or do those count? Yeah, whatever you want. Because if those count, my favorite is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I was watching it the other night, and when I had my beard, and we both had ginger beards, and I felt really connected to the character. You know what's a good movie, though? And everyone's hating on it. The Christmas Chronicles. That's that Netflix movie where Kurt Russell plays Santa Claus. Absolutely fantastic Christmas movie. Really? So good. Kurt Russell and anything for it. Yeah, no, that is true. I'll have to take your word for it, douche. That is true. Like, even Poseidon. Yeah. He was really good in Poseidon. The movie wasn't great, but... But he was good. There you go. Do you think Kurt Russell regrets making Poseidon? So before you went on like a hate rant on my Christmas music taste, which by the way, I have a really awesome playlist of like emo and alternative Christmas music, so... That's a different thing that we're talking about altogether. Yeah. Because that's like when I say I enjoy Justin Bieber's Christmas music or I enjoy Mariah Carey. I guess so. It's Christmas music. Mm, not really. It's but like... It's Christmas music. Really? Because if like uh designer came out with a Christmas song and it's a Christmas song. and you couldn't understand the words, but you enjoyed the beat, that's essentially why I like Justin Bieber's Christmas song. You can't understand the words to mistletoe. I can understand the words, but it's mostly the beat. Like I can just sway along with the beat. The weird like sounds that come out of the tune for simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I don't know where I am in the world. I don't know what that's supposed to be. There's yeah. nothing that, that makes me connect with the song. You're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. I disagree. Um, I also lost Whamageddon, and I was very upset. What? Have you never heard of Whamageddon? No. So Whamageddon, it's a game that starts every December 1st. 
and it's to see how long you can get into December without hearing the second best Christmas song of all time, Last, Last Christmas, Christmas by Wham. And my buddy, one of my closest friends, sent me a TikTok with the song in it just to make me lose. Oh, so that shouldn't count. It counts. There's rules. But you could just make each other lose? Yeah. So, like, next December, you're just going to send it to him? He doesn't him at- play. So, he, but he knew I played, and he judged me for it. So he, he, Do you he play with other people? He literally sent me the TikTok. Um, he literally sent me the TikTok, and he wrote in the caption, this is just so you lose your stupid wham thing. Oh, so you didn't read. He sent it right. Like he sent the TikTok. I was already on TikTok. So I got the notification immediately. So I clicked on the thing that just takes you straight to the TikTok. And I, and wham was playing and I was like, fuck, I lost. And I didn't think he knew what he was doing. And then I swipe out and the comment is just so you lose your stupid wham thing. Uh, also, if you live in 2020 during a pandemic and didn't create a TikTok account for me to send TikToks to you. So I now have to like copy the link and then text it to you. You're public enemy number one. Dude, it's like so annoying when people tell me they don't have TikTok because everyone's like, it's a kid's app. It's a kid's app. It's really, I mean. I mean, they literally have a viral TikTok. That's like, if you're, Oh, the older generation, like born in the nineties. And I'm just like, okay, well, they're like, if you're old, like born 95 to 2003, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Um, I saw the dumbest. I actually saw the dumbest TikTok the other day. And it was just some girl saying, did you ever realize that like one day people are going to like ask us what year we were born and we're going to say 1990 and they're going to be like, that's so old. And I wanted to do edit and just be like, yes, that's how fucking time works. <laughs> it's like, wow, future. <laughs> Whoa. I know. Some people are like, you know what's crazy? We're closer to 2050 than we are 20 or 1990. Yeah. And that's going to keep happening as we right. keep going in time. It's, it's really nuts. Wait till next year when we're closer to 2051. <laughs> it was really so going to throw you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I know how to get on bro ship. Stoner thought we're closer to 2050 than 1990. That's exactly why. That's exactly yeah. why they post those TikToks in yeah, hopes that we have to be on bro ship. 100%. They never will though. No. Because they like Paul McCartney's Christmas music. Eat shit. <laughs> I'm going to go back a little bit before you started destroying my taste in Christmas music. I found a list of actors who uh, regret movies they did if you would like to hear it. Okay. Coming in, we got... We should also judge if the movie... Like, if we saw the movie, we should judge whether or not it was, like, an enjoyable movie. Okay. Or, let's do that. Enjoyable movie, and if the actor has a right to um, to uh, regret this movie. Because yeah. the first example I'm going to give you, um, I think, in my opinion, is a pretty decent movie. And at the same time, I think the actor has the right to kind of regret being in this movie. So we got Megan Fox and Transformers. Um, only because for a long time in her career, she was only allowed to be. She was only sexualized. I think like she she's come out and said like she was Hollywood absolute- basically told her she was there to be sexual and that's it. 
Yeah, I she definitely went on a, a massive like objectifying streak. Um, and no one would hire her unless she was willing to do that. But at the same time, it did put her on the map. Like, I know that she was kind of just a TV actor at, up until that point. Was but Jennifer's like, body after Transformers? It was after, yeah. It was yeah. after. I personally, I understand that. And I also understand, like, Michael Bay just made her come out and seem like a total asshole when... yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to work somewhere where I don't feel comfortable working with my boss or anything like that. Like, why would you? Then, yeah, just because you're acting and you're getting paid more money than someone else, it's still a job. True. So if you don't like your boss, like I totally understand her. Yeah, regretting it. I personally think that it's it's tough because it helped launch her career and bring her to a different level. Mm-hmm. And also, the success of the first two movies, especially because those were the two really only two good movies. Yeah, basically. Um, Although Bumblebee like, was pretty good. I haven't seen Bumblebee. I've heard Not that bad. it was a good like nice spinoff. Whatever. It was yeah. whatever. Haley Steinfeld's a really good actress. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I don't know. I. Yeah, she has a right to be like upset or. But I wouldn't go full on regret. Okay. This one surprises me. Sean Connery and James Bond. He has been quoted to say, where is it? I have always hated the damn James Bond. I'd like to kill him. Yeah. I mean, that. It was good movies. Like, you played the most iconic character in the world, and you're going to yeah. regret those movies. And things but I think that just goes to show how fucking badass Sean Connery was. Born on August 25th, same birthday as me. Is that a big deal? Kind of. You know, let's just say one badass was born on August 25th. <laughs> and um, it was not me. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's another one where it's just like, I don't know why you would hate that, especially being like James Bond and especially in that time where there was no really limits on the character, so to speak. Definitely. So, all right. Um, Shia LaBeouf regrets doing Indiana Jones, which I get bad movie, bad character, but is there anything Shia LaBeouf hasn't done that's not really regrettable besides even Stevens? Even Honey Boy was overrated. Honey Boy kind of sucked. Uh, he, there's no way that he would ever regret Transformers. There's no way that he would ever regret uh, yeah. um, Disturbia. Disturbia was actually a good movie. I forgot about that movie. Yeah. Good call, yeah. bud. Good call. And he was also really good in Lawless. I don't think I saw that one. Well, makes sense because Tom Hardy's in it. There you go. Um, this one makes sense. Jack Black regrets do- doing Shao How. I don't know. Again, like, a like, that's, another, that's another movie. Like, I feel like that really helped his career start to take off. Not really, though, because if you look at his career, like, yeah, it was like a, you know, it was kind of a big movie, but at the same time, the whole premise is pretty, like... The premise is atrocious. Um, his, like, real breakout movie was School of Rock. Yeah, so I, without this movie, I don't think his career... Really <laughs> also in Tropic any... Thunder. Completely forgot about that. Great in Tropic Thunder. Um, 
So yeah, I would understand if I was if I was. <laughs> when he sat up to the tree, <laughs> stroked the shaft, gargled the ball, swallowed the gravy. What a line! <laughs> Great line. Um, if I'm him though, I probably would regret being in that movie as well. Yeah, I think stuff like that. Like I've always, I've always wondered. All right, perfect example. Like Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Do you think, like, there's no way that Taika, there's no way that Taika and anyone on on the cast can sit there and be like upset or anything that they play no. Nazis. That's a perfect but movie. If you played a Nazi, or if you played someone in like Django, where you're like super racist. It depends, though, because you're telling a story that's historically accurate, and it's not like a Nazi sympathizer film. You know, we've talked we've talked about Jojo Rabbit in like a lot of depth on this podcast. It's not like a Nazi set sympathizer film where they're trying to make Hitler look like a good guy. You know, they're totally making fun of him. And the same thing with Django. Like the racists and the slave owners are the bad guys. While that might be true, I would have a very difficult time saying some of the things that are being said. In Django? Either. Well, yeah, yeah, because obviously Jojo Rabbit, but, you know, the yeah. more in-depth, like, Nazi films and... and yeah. Like, I, I would legitimately have have trouble getting those, like, slurs. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be able to... I, I couldn't. Um, but I think... Not defining like the words used. I don't know. It's again. It's just it depicts the harshness and like the evilness of these people. Yeah, but I yeah. I I could totally understand someone not. Yeah, like being like being upset that a movie exists where they're dropping yeah. the n word. Yep, constantly. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, Kate Winslet hates that she was in Titanic. Is it because of the boobs? No, nah, because she's shown her boobs in other movies. Oh. Um, according to her, she did, or she did an interview with CNN where she went as far as to say, every single scene, I'm like, really? Really? You did like that? Oh my God. My American accent? I can't listen to it. It's awful. So, she didn't her, like that. Her American accent? She's British. Why would she have an American accent in the Titanic? Because they went from New York to London. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They went from London to New York. Or I think it's New York to London. Halfway. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought it was New York to London. No, they left from Liverpool or whatever. Did they? Yeah, it left from uh, London. Hold on. Please hold while we look up the Titanic. Yeah, you're right. It was supposed to be England to France to Queenstown, Ireland to New York, and the return route was going to be New York, Plymouth, Cherbourg, and Southampton. I don't know. I guess she was playing an American actress, an American. She person. wasn't though. I don't know. Does she forget like this role? Are you sure oh, she? What? No, she... she was not British in that movie. She had an American yeah, accent. Yeah, I'm here. I mean, why was she American? Don't know. Uh, that was dumb. That was yeah. dumb too. 
Um, this next I mean, one makes a it, lot of sense. At the same time, she was able to become best friends with Leo DiCaprio. And as someone that is best friends with the Leo they DiCaprio type. They dated for a bit, type, didn't they? I don't know. But as someone who's best friends with the Leo DiCaprio type, worth it. <laughs> You're too kind. Um, this next one I get, Bill Murray regrets the Garfield movie. Well, yeah, that was a fucking terrible movie. Both very just bad movies. I don't blame them. Uh, Jim Carrey regrets Kick-Ass 2. The first Kick-Ass was a masterpiece. The second one was rough. That first Kick-Ass, I don't know if anybody would actually be willing to admit it, but that first Kick-Ass opened the door for Deadpool. Honestly, without without Kick-Ass, there's no Deadpool. Um, It was rough, but I honestly am the type of person that really likes Jim Carrey, so... Yeah. Like, I have an impossible take here. Like, I enjoyed the number 23. <laughs> I don't think I saw that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right. This one makes sense, and he's been very open about this. Ryan Reynolds hates Green Lantern. Can't blame him. Yeah, that movie was atrocious. Terrible movie. But that's DC, and we've talked about it before. If Justice League fails, yeah, you have to, like, they have to take a year break, focus on the animated yeah. movies. I mean, Wonder Woman comes out in two weeks i'm excited to see that to be honest i've heard i know you said that that wonder woman was really good and actually now that i have hbo max i should probably watch wonder woman watch the Um, first one for sure then the second one comes out on christmas but they have they have a lot of things that they have to work on no for sure lots of things that need to be so it it makes sense it makes sense especially again now that he is a successful superhero Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to classify Deadpool as. Yeah, um, successful, for sure. I meant as far as, like, a superhero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I know that he's, like, whatever. Uh, oh, anti-hero, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I would look at the Green Lantern and be like, I got my paycheck, and that's all. I'm... Exactly. And I'm married uh, to Blake Lively. <laughs> yeah. Also born on August 25th. Um, I'm going to say this, though. Ryan Reynolds has and can do better than Blake Lively. Not a big Blake Lively fan. Um, maybe, but have you seen their interactions on Twitter and they, stuff? They are a great couple. Oh, Together, it's yeah, amazing. Okay. It warms my heart. That was very shallow of me. I take that back. As someone, um, as someone born on August 25th, that's all I want. It's <laughs> just someone that I can roast publicly. And they Honestly. Back. Uh, George Clooney regrets playing bat nips to stick on the DC train. Can't blame him. Although, I'm not going to lie, Batman I, and Robin, big part of my childhood. Like the movie. It's I actually movie, didn't realize how much... I didn't realize how bad the movie was until I grew up because I really... I did enjoy that, I movie. Used to love that movie. And I also really like George Clooney as Bruce Wayne. Great Bruce Wayne, just kind of a bad Batman. Yeah, makes right? sense. Um, Alec Guinness regrets playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because a lot of people don't re- realize this. I'm, I'm going to actually... I'm going to defend him. Because I kind of agree. Star Wars is my favorite franchise, period. I'm wearing a t-shirt right now. I'm looking at the Millennium Falcon next to me. I've been live tweeting all the announcements all night. Um, But Alec Guinness, people don't realize this, was the big name going into this movie. Like People were like, wow, Alec Guinness is in this? Besides that, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, nobody's. Harrison Ford was literally painting houses. Mark Hamill was in a couple of small shows as a kid. Really nothing. I don't even know what Carrie Fisher was doing before that. Alec Guinness had like a real, a solid acting career under his belt. And he was like the big grab. 
he was the one that people went to go see this movie for because they knew him so well. After that, he's only known for Star Wars, and he's sick of it. Or he was sick of it. Rest, rest in peace. I mean, I, I think that I, I'm against that. Okay. I'm against that. That's also, like Harrison saying, Ford hated Han Solo. Harrison Ford wanted Han Solo to die in episode five. He was really upset when he found out that, because uh, originally Han was supposed to die in episode five. And then George Lucas decided you can't really sell toys of a dead guy and decided not to kill the character off. And Harrison was very upset about that. So why'd he come back for the... Because he died. I'm sure there's a solid paycheck attached to that. So you think... Uh, what is it? Seven and nine. You think that he got a solid paycheck for, for that stuff, and that's why he came back. I think so. Okay. I mean, definitely for seven because he's more of a main character. Nine might just be gratuitous. Um, I, I he's coming back as Har- he's coming back as uh, Indiana Jones too. They just announced. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Uh, I personally, again, I'm against. Like, it's hard to it's hard to like. I get that. Like, do you think Dave Bautista is going to be upset that he's only going to be known for Drax? Different. I think that's different. I'm trying. I'm trying to. No, I get that. I mean, another good example in front of me: Robert Pattinson regrets Twilight, launches career. That's what he's known for. Hopefully, Batman changes that. But he's a solid actor, and people haven't seen Good Time. People haven't like people haven't seen him. They haven't yeah. seen Lighthouse. I still, I still have. Since it's come out in September, I've still been saying that I need to watch the whatever movie it is. Him, Tom Holland, uh, yeah, I Sebastian I still Stan. Watch that actually. Yeah, and I, I, I think that he gets a bad rap because of Twilight, but I actually got really excited when I saw that Robert Pattinson was in it because I, I did too because I, I've seen his other movies and I know he's a really good actor. And yeah, I was on the hate train. I hated Twilight. I thought it was so stupid, but. You know, it's a shame that he's gotten stuck to that role. I get that entirely. I mean, even I think Jennifer Lawrence is kind of stuck with the Hunger Games. Uh, yeah, she like she she like was almost going to be huge, and then just kind of wasn't. What do you think was the cause of that? Like well, if she, you're, kind of, she kind of took a step back from acting. If you're able to play Raven. Raven? No. Mystique. Mystique. Well, those movies were just bad. Well, not all of them. The, the last few. Still, that's like a prestige character. No, I agree. I so think... Like, um, and she was also in the movie with, uh, with Chris Pratt, too. So you would think that that would have, like, continued. Yeah. I mean, and... When that movie came out too, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence being in the same movie, that that's a big deal because they were both at the top. I mean, that was the same year. Chris Pratt was the biggest Hollywood star, and she was also the biggest Hollywood actress. Kind of messed up. Do you think that the uh, iCloud leaks had anything to do with her fall? Because I feel like yes. I think a little bit. I think. Not like to the like not to the general public. I don't think anyone really, if anything, probably made her a little bit more famous in a certain demographic. Um, not to joke about it, but I think to her, 
that's like a really solid reason to just take a step back real quick and figure out your next move. Yeah. You know? Like I know she wasn't on any social media. She wasn't she doesn't she she kind of stops doing a lot of things. And then I think her movie choices after that, trying to get away from the Katniss Everdeen character, were also pretty shoddy, depending I mean, she was good in American Hustle, but what was it? Mother wasn't really a great movie. Red Sparrow was not a good movie at all. I heard a so, lot of people were like really excited for Red Sparrow and it flopped. Because it was a wannabe Black Widow. Yeah. Spot story. on. Yeah, spot on. You know? And I think, you know, she that was supposed to give her a more mature look. I know that that's like her her taking back kind of her image. And I think it just didn't do as well as anyone thought it was gonna do. But then again, I really didn't have super high hopes for it. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I she still kind of exists, but and she's still famous. I just she she never will be, I think, as big as she was. But I don't think Chris Pratt will be either. And that and that's kind of unfair because people just hate Chris Pratt for being a Republican. Do you think Alec Guinness regrets his role? Sorry, I'm I'm actually not over this. Do you think he regrets the role because he wasn't the lead? No, I, he really he really genuinely, I think it just, it became his most known role and it wasn't, he was in it for the first act. I mean, his death literally starts the second act of the movie or is, I guess. Yeah. It's, kind of like, it's a little further in, a little that. further in. That's not true. Um, yeah. He, he's, he, he it's starts like middle the to act. end of the second act. Yeah. He's, he starts the second half, the second act of the movie, to be honest. Um, but yeah, he definitely, He's pretty. He's only really there for the second act, and not even the whole thing. Yeah. Um. This has a couple of voiceovers and a quick appearance, but you know that became his biggest role. And Star Wars didn't have the clout it had when it came out. You know, people got made fun of for seeing Star Wars. You weren't. I mean, even as a kid, I remember. You know, like Star Wars was a little bit more accepted, but not until. The Clone mm. Wars came out where kids more interested in Star Wars and then eventually now it's become a super powerhouse. It was always like a cult film and it was nerdy and it was kind of goofy and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't serious movies that actors want to be known for at the time. I think, you know, Mark Hamill even was trying to get, a re- get away from it for a little bit. And that's why he starts doing the Joker because he's like, I can also play evil and that's as evil as it gets. So I think it's just a matter of, I think he was very proud of the career he had pre star Wars. And I think he's a little bit upset that he's only known for star Wars. Makes sense. I, I, get, I get that. I think, and I think maybe Sean Connery feels the same thing about James Bond. Well, again, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. I just, I feel like you're kind of nitpicking right there. Cause it's almost like, a better example would be like, uh, I don't know, if you're a healthy scratch on the on the Tampa Bay Lightning, like, are you upset <laughs> that, like, you're just known that you were on the Lightning, but you won a Stanley Cup? Like, I, I feel like if I was part of one of the most historic movies, I would have a tough time being like, yeah, I kind of regret that. Yeah, but you've got to remember, I mean, it wasn't historic at the time. 
Right, but when was the interview? I, don't I mean, know. he died in 2000. So if he had the interview... Yeah, but even by 2000, it was still kind of a cult film. Like, you got to remember, 1997 is when George Lucas start or 1995 is really the last time we see like the original films and their originality and the 97 comes around and George Lucas starts poking and prodding and anticipation of, of the prequels but it wasn't it wasn't the huge it was just the nerdy cult classic it wasn't yeah. a huge you know it, it's not like it's you know it, it'd be different no, I, if if Robert Downey Jr. came out in 20 years and said I really regret doing Iron Man because no, I get that. Like I I even remember like kind of not ever talking about the prequel movies, even though I was super excited about them, just because yeah. like it was you're right, but I I, th- I think that there was enough like I I still think that by the later stages of his life it became an iconic movie. That's just I think it was on the I think it was on the verge of it. I just again, it was the comic con scene for the longest time. I mean, nerdy didn't really become mainstream until 2008. Yeah. You know, I think the MCU complete I think between the MCU ha- starting out and the Dark Knight Rises, that's when nerdy became like that, that's when I think it's the Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight. It's, it's my bad. Um because, you know, the rise, we don't, rise we don't yeah. yeah, we don't support Tom Hardy on this podcast, apparently. No, not at all. <laughs> but and after that, that's when your typical person really started caring about these movies. Before that, I mean, <clears throat> I I remember friends of mine and I kind of just keeping quiet that we were really into comic books and that we were super into superheroes. And even I would even argue the Dark Knight definitely changed it, but I wouldn't say it became like super big until 2012 when Avengers happened. If it wasn't for Heath Ledger, I still think superhero movies are struggling to to find that fan base. That's yeah, how good would, a job Heath Ledger did. Yeah, I would I would definitely argue that because I mean that's one of the most historical roles of all time. Um, any more actors that regret their roles? Uh, yeah, I scrolled through I scrolled through the list really quick. Nothing super shocking. Um. Um, Will Smith hated that movie that he did with Jaden Smith a few years back when they're like on some weird alien planet. Um, uh, not the pursuit of happiness. No, not that one. That's a great movie. Besides that, just you know, nothing really. Those were like the big ones. That was that was like a list of twenty, and me just kind of shrinking it down real quick. I would have a tough, like I said, I would have a tough time regretting anything that wasn't that didn't go against my personal values. Yeah, for sure, I could see that. Which. Again, this does not mean that I would not go against my personal values <laughs> for for a paycheck. I'm just saying, like, towing the line, so to speak, I would have a tough time playing like a plantation owner, and like, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, as long as the plantation owner isn't anywhere near likable, if they're just an awful character, and it's to make you know, say this is a movie where there's the plantation owner and he's the bad guy and the protagonist is a, a, a slave trying to fight for his freedom. You're telling a really good story there and you're helping add to that. Cause but, if no one tells that story, then it gets forgotten in time. There is an issue there because like 
Leo DiCaprio is just a likable guy in general. So now you see him playing a villain. It's like anytime it's like when you see Morgan Freeman play a villain, it's like this weird. Yeah. Feels weird because I actually am really enjoying this, but he's saying some disgusting things and he's having like Kerry Washington being whipped and all this other shit. So I don't know. I, I, I feel like that stuff, like one of my favorite shows was sons of anarchy. Yeah. And there was a lot of graphic, gruesome things that happened in that. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to do some of the scenes that happen in that, such as racial stuff. Like, there's a lot of things that I would be like, I don't know if I can do this. Even acting it, I don't know if I can bring myself to, like, pretend to do this to someone. Because that's... Yeah. No, I get that. I think that was a big thing for me with uh, Game of Thrones. A lot of gratuitous, like, rape scenes. Yeah. And that's actually, that's exactly what, what popped in my head was one of the rape scenes in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Like, I'm just so saying, I, I wouldn't be able to, to be a actor. Things that don't necessarily, like, I know um, Amelia Clark's character eventually becomes like this powerful, badass woman, and that all fuels the fire of her becoming like the drag. I, I didn't, fi- I didn't uh, finish Game of Thrones. Um, but I know some things about it, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But she becomes like the dragon queen or whatever. And I know that fuels it. And that's like her, I'm powerful back off. And then, you know, you see less and less of that. But, you know, a lot of the stuff in the beginning, it's just like hard to watch. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned before, there's just a boatload of like Disney announcements coming out. Super stoked about that. Honestly. Yeah. So stoked. we're going to end up spending way too much time talking about this. <laughs> so let's just say us nerds super excited yeah um just to give a heads up so this is coming out on the 18th so you're either listening to it a week before christmas or closer to christmas uh or not so, at all or not at all <laughs> more likely that option do you should we do like a Christmas episode. I'm down. We'd have to figure out what it is, though. Because we just argued about Christmas movies for 20 minutes. That could be it. That could honestly be it. <laughs> just fucking debate about Christmas. Uh, Christmas. All right. So that will be our Christmas gift to you guys. A Christmas we episode. We are getting coal from Matt's armpit and toothpaste. Charcoal, if you will. Uh, <laughs> in the form of a broship episode. <laughs> Oh man. Um oh wait, never mind. Duh. Oh, well, yeah, because that would be next week. Okay, never mind. Timelines timelines are hard. I got it. Okay. <laughs> um yeah. Last thing that I have, I know you said you have something as well. Last thing mm-hmm. that I have. Uh I had I it happened to me again. It, it happened again. What happened? Um, I listened to a song while I was walking to work and I started crying. Oh no! What song? It was a One Direction song. Oh my god! Uh, if I could fly, that's a good crying song. It is a very good crying song. It's a good crying song. Here's here's the reason. Is here's it the you reason you haven't seen your on your way to work girl. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> what could have been, eh? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. For real. That's fine. Maybe she listens to the podcast and she's actively avoiding you. Yeah, right? Imagine. That'd be so funny. 
Um, it's not even like she saw the mustache, but she could be like, this guy's creepy. It's a great mustache. Come on. Because, you know, that's the only thing that makes me creepy is the fact that I have a fucking mustache. <laughs> um, so I get off the train and it was just next song on shuffle. And I don't know if it's because I was sleep deprived. I don't know if it's because, again, just going through something that hasn't hit me yet. Mm-hmm. Or I honestly think the second I walked out of Penn Station and got and just looked around on clouds and everything, it started snowing, just faintly snowing, almost like a Hallmark movie. And I was listening to If I Could Fly, and I just, I felt myself starting to cry. I, really? I felt, yeah. yeah. I respect that. I mean, sometimes when all the right, everything's just right, you have the right song and the surroundings are right, you yeah. have no choice but to be sad. It was legitimately the the Powerpuff Girls recipe of just like spice and everything nice. And then the I, the snow the snow must have been chemical, chemical X. X. <laughs> I was screwed, dude. I have not seen snow yet this year, and I am so happy about it. Or like this winter, and I'm so happy about it. Why? I hate the snow. I'm good with what I saw. Like, I, I think snow is very pretty as long as it doesn't stick to the ground. Yeah, I get that. But if it's snowing, it means it's probably too cold for me. Word. Yeah. I just hate the snow. I'm not a snow fan. Yeah, no, I hate the snow too. I hate the snow. I like. I love the look of snow. Like, snow is very picturesque. and Only when it first falls, though, because then, you know, the next day... It's just gross. I really like the crunch also. It's fun to walk in snow. I definitely... I guess like the first really big snowstorm is always fun. Snow was really fun in college. Because you get like a day off. And you just drink? Yeah, either that. Or you have like a bunch of... You know... 20 somethings running around throwing snowballs at each other. We used to have snowball fights in my quad. You know what I wish, especially because my school was right by Home Depot, I wish we were smarter and got like fucking like garbage cans that we could like put our bodies in and roll down a hill or even like garbage cans top uh, lids. We had a plan because I said that I'm like out of I live on a hilly ass campus, too. And there's like a perfect spot like where you would launch off. It'd be perfect. And I said, I can't believe out of all these years, I never went sledding. We never like just makeshift sled it on the campus this winter we we were gonna do it we never got like a major snow we got one snowstorm yeah yeah i mean of course now if you were up there you guys would have been fucked honestly uh, nor'easter just hit right yeah i think it's like super i think it's snowed like three times up there already and i'm so happy i haven't been around for it did you see did you see the uh news reporter oh my god interviewing jerome mcginla no, which one? The news reporter from Boston started just goes to interview someone. Uh-huh. And oh. it was Jerome McGinley. Yeah. And who I had used no to idea play who he for was. the Bruins. Yeah. I had no idea who he was. Crazy. He was like, yeah, he was heading to a game too. He was really? like playing Yeah, he was play, he's in like a beer league or something. Oh shit. Could you imagine you're in a beer league? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with a Hall of Famer? That would be f- With yeah, literally one of the <laughs> insane. Um 
yeah, I, I can't believe. I'm pretty shocked he so he like still lives in Boston to be honest because he's Canadian. Yeah, but um, yeah, she had no clue who he was. They like figured it out afterwards. Yeah, after yeah. it got like released to Twitter. Yeah, which is so funny. Yeah. Um, but no, I was referring to I saw a TikTok this morning, and it was from like a local news channel somewhere. And they sent the weatherman out to like report on the snow while it was snowing outside. And she's like, and the the uh, lady at the desk, she's like, so can you tell us, can you tell us a bit about the snow? And he's got the mic and he's freezing. He's like, it's snow. It's pretty self-explanatory. It makes no sense why you guys sent me out here. You could have sent a camera guy out here and he could have filmed all this. And I could have talked about it in the studio where it's warm. But no, I'm standing here in the snow and it's cold. Yikes. <laughs> Office is so good. <laughs> Yikes. She's like, it seems like you're in an icy mood today. <laughs> ah, that's a good save, actually. Right? Uh, what's your... What's your <laughs> big contribution? And this would have been like a beginning of the episode topic, but we can bang it out. Fuck yeah. So, I've always been a big believer in aliens. Duh. Like... Do you believe in aliens? Duh. Okay. It's literally, it's literally, little Dicky song. Like, how are you able to sit on this earth it's and ignorant think, to say yeah, that we're the only source of life? Exactly. Now, do you believe that like aliens have had contact with us yet? Like, are you? Yes, do you I believe do. it in that far, like that for like farness to that extent? I believe that we once worked with an alien. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. Because between these monoliths coming out all over the world, which I still don't understand, those giant chrome triangular things bro that ships. are popping up everywhere. What is that? Bro ships. They're bro ships. Yeah. We, we, hear, we see all these and everyone's like, oh, it's fake. I don't believe it. I think they're aliens. But then as recently, we got a pretty interesting... <laughs> So the former head of Israeli Israel's space program claimed in an interview recently, he said, aliens have asked us not to announce that they are here because humanity is not ready yet. And he told Israeli paper, an Israeli paper that they have in fact been in contact with us and that we, we know that they exist and they know that we exist, but they try to keep it hidden because they think humans would freak out. Humans probably would freak out. I mean, at this point, though, like, we've gone through everything else. Do you think? I actually think that that's more good news. I think it's great news. He said, the the UFOs have asked us not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. Trump was on the verge of revealing that aliens exist, and the Galactic Federation are saying, wait, let people calm down first. They don't want to start mass hysteria. They want to to first make us sane and understanding. So I guess they might have told us that there wasn't a pandemic, according to this dude. Um, he said they have been waiting for humanity to evolve and reach a stage where we'll generally understand what space and spaceships are. That- There's an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. <laughs> they signed a contract with us to do experiments, I guess, in Israel. They, too, are re- or on Earth. They too are researching and trying to understand the whole fabric of the universe and they want us as helpers. That's bullshit. Them saying that or hinting at the fact that they would have 
like release this yeah. if not for a pandemic. That's like that's like the the person that keeps saying that they're gonna break up with their significant other. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, well. I can't this week because it's our anniversary. And then next week is Valentine's Day. And then the week after that, uh, he is moving back to college. So we can't do that. And then they just fucking never break up because something always keeps popping up. They're never going to tell us. No, no way. They will never tell us. I, I think maybe one day they will. But he's even saying... so. I want to believe that maybe aliens have gotten in touch with us and we've worked. Like, I really want to believe that that's the case. But then he comes up with quotes like, there's an underground base in the depths of Mars where there's representatives and also American astronauts there. So aliens and astronauts are hanging out in Mars in like a United Nations type arena. I mean, I believe that aliens exist. I believe that we know or the government knows that aliens exist. This guy might just be out of his mind. Or maybe he's not, and that's pretty interesting too. But I do believe when he says that humans aren't ready to know that aliens exist. We can't we can't even fathom the idea that you and I, an African American person, an Asian person, and a person from Antarctica are all the same people. Like we can't even hand we can't even handle race. Could you imagine if we had to figure out aliens now too? I think that that's a little different. I think so. Yeah, but I think the, equally as it, it, like as knowing and as like that's going to be the biggest issue. Us, that's going to be the biggest issue. Smarter to, if they to me, to us, they a hundred percent are smarter than us. Uh, <laughs> to me, <laughs> it's very similar to like animals, where we can understand if we are the dominant species, which we won't be, we would have no problem knowing that there's aliens out there. But I don't think that's the thing. I don't think we'd be able to handle us not being a dominant species. I think, I mean, are you fucking kidding me? There are people that are saying that they're too strong to fucking get a virus. So people are still going to think that they're the dominant species. And you talk about dominance again. That's a big thing with race. Like there's certain races who think they're dominant over other races. That's true too. We can't even fathom that, let alone the idea that, again, let's be honest. They've probably, they're probably more advanced than we are. We are so primitive. Dude, what if we got, what if we had an alien on that's that's gonna be that's gonna be when we know we made it we have an, alien, an alien as a guest on bro ship and we have them do the pocky one chip challenge <laughs> they eat the whole they eat like a bag like a doritos bag worth of it <laughs> like i don't know what the big deal is <laughs> what are you guys hyping this up about like, this is you guys thought this was spicy this, this is, is this is hard <laughs> is this is this candy i'm i'm a little confused this is super sweet Oh man. yeah, no, I don't like dessert too much. I don't like sweets. Thanks though. I would love to. I would love to think. Uh, like there's an alien just named like Jeff. Honestly, Rick and Morty kind of fucked me up. I'm not gonna lie. Rick and Morty has given me unrealistic expectations for what aliens are gonna be. Yeah, it makes me think about a lot of things like that. Honestly, yeah. It's um, um yeah. I don't know. Aliens would be cool, but again, I think it would just. Let's get through the American, the Second American Civil War first, and then we'll uh, we'll start talking aliens. Yeah. Uh, show recommendation: If anybody needs a show and has HBO Max, check out Barry. I need fantastic to start watching. That. Yeah, I fantastic show. Um, aliens exist, whether you want to believe it or not, and uh, that's all I got. Yeah, that's bro shit, baby. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, although I think we've only posted once. 
Twice. Um, twice. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, besides that, like, subscribe, and uh, full send. Hashtag YouTube. Love you guys. Broship, a non-romantic pairing of two characters together. It focuses on their relationship as friends or occasionally as real blood-related brothers.